Shout out Sniper T on the beat. Tamara to the break of dawn is on the rise with life on the forefront of the mind. So line for line, you can ride this brain train and you can change your station without even touching the dial. So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while. And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit, it's a meeting you won't want to miss. A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind. So sit back, enjoy the ride, time to take off, it's time to fly, cause Tamara till the break of dawn is on the rise. Hi guys, I am back. Shout out to y'all that listen to these, um, but nevertheless, these have actually been super helpful for me, so I'm going to keep it going. It's kind of crazy because this is how I started the show. No, like, follow me here. No, hell, no guests, no visuals, no nothing, just me and my thoughts, and um as I've added a bunch of different stuff, there's nothing wrong with that at all. I'm not taking away from anything, but I realize I gotta I gotta keep the main thing, the main thing with the show. And so this has been a great, I don't want to say addition because this is how it started. So I guess it's been good to I guess get back to my roots <laughs> with the show and really figure out whatever in that moment you know what I'm saying um I I think that I am just an emotional person now I think that's just who I am as a person I think I just feel more deeply than I did before I think I just cry more than I did before and I guess maybe that's just who I am because it's wild. Like my emotions come and go so strongly. Um, it's really weird unless I'm truly having a mental breakdown <laughs> or a midlife crisis. Like I told my friend yesterday, but I don't really think that's what it is. I think it's just, I went so long being numb and like not trying to feel things and now I've like once you start addressing stuff and once you start trying to heal it's kind of like we weren't created to not feel <laughs> we weren't created to be numb you know what I'm saying so I think that's more so what it is um it's crazy because I also realized that, so I went to church yesterday, which is good for me. I I know everybody has their own whatever. If you know me, you know my relationship with God is important to me. And I've been just mainly watching online because I don't have a vehicle right now. And so my oldest daughter, I can use her car, you know, when she's home, but if she's not here, or sometimes she'll go with me, but I don't like, I don't bug people about stuff because I mean, I don't have it. So I just make do watching online, but I, there's just kind of nothing like the, the atmosphere of being in the presence of people, you know, and also seeing like people in person that I, have relationship with at my church or whatever. And so I went yesterday and it's, it's interesting. 
Um, Cause shout out, I've been able to go <laughs> three weeks in a row in person, including when I went down to that church in Tulsa with uh, my friend Lindsay two weeks ago. Yeah, so two weeks ago, that was the first Sunday, then Easter Sunday, then yesterday. Okay, yeah. But anyways, um, and the revelation that I got um, about myself that I, it's so wild because I always say I don't, I don't need the accolades. I don't care about this and I don't care about that. And honestly, when it comes to podcasting, I really don't like, and, and, you know, I don't ask to be on anybody's show. If I have an idea and I have something I want to talk about, I invite people on my platform, even though I know being on other people's shows is a, is a way for more exposure, but it's kind of like when it comes to podcasting, this really is a therapeutic creative outlet for me. Like that's truly what it is, regardless of whether I do a karaoke battle regardless of whether I have a guest and all the different segments that I've added to the show at the end of the day, really it's a creative outlet for me and it's mine. And I've been a part of so many other people's stuff that this is something that's like for me. And honestly, like stepping into this has then, I just kind of do whatever, wherever, if I have an idea and I'm like, Ooh, I want to make this happen. And I've kind of gotten into that with like TikTok videos. And then this is where I realized the revelation that I'm about to get into. But it's kind of like, if I have an idea and I'm able to execute it, like that makes me happy. Like with the karaoke battles, which I am going to have another one, I figured out a way to do it without using YouTube videos because they don't really have that great of a selection and whatever. So I think I figured out uh, an alternative solution to kind of make it a little different. I just, there's been a lot going on with Janae graduating and whatnot. So I'm just kind of doing the bare minimum on a lot of stuff right now. But um, like if I have an idea and I'm able to actually bring it to fruition and like make it happen, that's what's like the most exciting thing for me, the creative process. However, what I've noticed is that now that I've gotten into doing TikTok videos, and who knows, maybe this was always there, but just deep, deep below the surface and not as kind of like on the forefront or in the forefront, in the front, <laughs> whatever, as prevalent as it is now. Um, but like, I realized that I have really kind of been lusting after recognition um, for the like when I now that I'm putting more effort into what I'm doing, like actually trying to create different things and come up with different things. And then of course, and I always I've always said, no one creates anything without wanting somebody to receive it or whatever. So I've never lied and said that I don't care about people listening. Like I want people to listen, you know what I'm saying? But with podcasting, I've kind of just accepted the ebbs and flows of, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll have more listeners and sometimes I'll have less. And then there'll be like this 
over the two and a half years that I've done it, I'll see there'll be like this downward trend and then this upward trend. And it's just, and I've kind of just made peace with it that it just, it'd be like that sometimes, you know, shout out to y'all that, that stay. But I also know people, your, your downloads change, not necessarily because people stop listening to you per se, like, oh, I don't want to listen to her show anymore. Man, I have a podcast rotation that I barely stay on as much as I used to. And a lot of it is because my job situation has changed. So like when I wasn't running a company and I wasn't doing a lot of creating where I can't necessarily listen to podcasts while I'm doing that, I uh, I listen to podcasts a lot. Like in, in y'all that are podcasters that listen and now I don't listen as much, but I still have my rotation. So like I, I understand that with with podcasting, but there's something about once I started getting into videos, which the crazy thing is now I wasn't doing it on TikTok because TikTok is newer, but it's like I've gotten back to things that I used to do back in the day. So I used to make a lot of Snapchat videos and like we have a snow day where I don't have to work. I will make this whole production. So like, it's not like I'm necessarily doing anything new. I've more so returned to it, but I just had, man, I just noticed that, that, that wanting to be recognized for that, for some reason, somehow on TikTok, it just, it became like almost idolatry. You know what I'm saying? Like this idol that, and it's, it's weird because that's, that's never really been me, you know what I'm saying, to my knowledge. And and the good thing, though, is it's not to the point to where I'm willing to do any and everything to try to, like, quote unquote, clout chase. I'm, I'm, I wasn't there and I don't think I could really ever be there because it's kind of hard for me to do anything that's not true to who I am. So if you follow me on TikTok or if you go to my TikTok it's pretty similar to just what you would see anywhere else or a lot. Some of the TikTok videos I'll share on um, IG though. So some of y'all see them anyway, but it's not like, like you wouldn't be surprised. Maybe some of the filters <laughs> that you're, you're getting, I'm getting into and whatever that's new for those of y'all that don't know me, but the people that know me and that remember the Snapchat days and how I used to get down, like, that's not nothing new. This is just more people see it that are strangers or whatever. But I, it's man, comparison. I've I've heard it say comparison is the thief of joy, and it is so easy, especially when I see like people that I know, like podcasters, where I've watched their their growth on TikTok, or even there's this lady I don't even know her. She's just a TikToker that I follow, and like she's. Um, I, I like when I started following her, it was at her kind of like she popped up on my for you page and she made a video about how she suddenly kind of like saying hi to the new people. And so then that made me go through and see like what type of content she has, because that's what I usually do on there is like, if you excuse me, make me laugh uh, or insightful or i mean food i follow all kinds of random people on tiktok um or art or just whatever if 
I enjoy your content that pops up on my for you page. I'll go to your page and see if that's like kind of just kind of what you what all you be doing or whatever and then follow. And so I follow her um, and just seeing other people's growth and just seeing whatever. And especially it's like when you actually try now, I'm not going to say like, oh, I'm trying to grow. But then again, I, I, that's kind of a lie because obviously you want to be you want to do well at whatever you do. That's I've had that um, that blessing in my career when I was in the social work field, like every job I had, whatever promotion I went after, I was able to get it and um, raises, bonuses, whatever, because I've always just been blessed to be able to do really well at the things I do. Whatever I set my mind to do, I'm able to like be successful at. Unfortunately, with the social work field, it's not <laughs> financially lucrative. So that hasn't really translated to like, financially always doing well because they just for whatever reason don't pay as well in other fields regardless of whether I have a bachelor's degree or not which I do um but I've been fortunate though that I've you know been able to be successful at whatever I've set my mind to do and I had this revelation the other day because um you know I'm at my mom's house right now and we're getting ready for uh, Janae's graduation party and I have family in town, but also there's been like random things that have gone wrong. So like the dryer stopped working and I helped her fix it. And the reason why I helped her fix it is because she asked me to do something. And it's just my mom really be having this like whatever she asked me to do, even if it's something I've literally never done or even helping her with this whole like the changing the shower spout or whatever I usually stay away from plumbing now don't get me wrong I am a pretty handy person so like I'm the kind of person that I would rather just try to fix it myself than to have to wait for somebody to come if I can you know what I'm saying I've even man went on YouTube University and I remember one car I figured out how to and changed my ignition coil and it's funny because when I went to the auto parts store and I was telling them that I was going to fix it myself. They was kind of trying to talk their little stuff about, mind you, I don't even know these fools. You should be just taking my money and going on about your day, not trying to talk me out of what I'm doing. But anywho, and saying like, oh, I'm, you know, I was going to be back. I was going to mess it up. And I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever I, I don't do. Now, with that, I don't really just do anything, you know what I'm saying? And I'll I'll try to do research or do whatever ahead of time. But pretty much everything I've ever set my mind to do, I can do. And so, like, I'd be lying to say that I don't want people to watch my content on TikTok. But what I realized is it really got to this place of, like, just comparison and also just kind of like um yeah I was just lusting after recognition and that's not me so I kind of have had to like cleanse my heart of that and also one of the things I do which for me this is a huge sacrifice because you know I am the kind of person that consistency because I didn't have it before is important to me. So like I don't miss 
on my regular weekly episodes. These bonus episodes are going to happen whenever they happen. Like whenever I feel like I need to get out, like this is my therapeutic outlet. That's just what it is with these particular episodes. But, um, and then with all the content that I do, the daily content, like I don't miss, you know what I'm saying? And that's important to me. But what I've had to do really felt the Lord strongly say this is that I needed to do like a fast. So three days a month, not going to be on TikTok at all. And the thing about TikTok is while you can schedule TikToks on the website, I don't like to because there are certain features that I like in the app that you can add that you can't add from the website. And so ultimately what that means, though, is like no presence on TikTok for three days, like not even be posting anything. So ultimately what that means is it almost looks like I'm not being consistent. And that's like (laughs) killing my pride, because if y'all know me, you know, I pride myself in being consistent that no matter what goes on in my life. And this is literally no shade. To anybody because I'm fortunate enough also that I have a platform just like these episodes where if a lot is going on in my life and I don't already have an episode scheduled then I can just do something like this and just talk about whatever but um so I'm very fortunate with that because not everybody has that platform but y'all know I'm, I pride myself in like I don't miss I don't you know, I've gone a hundred and however many weeks straight. So like this week will be episode, I think it's 127, but that's not even 127 episodes. That's 127 weeks. And really it's 128 because I remember my first, when I, like I have seasons, even though I don't take a break in between seasons, it's really just to help me organized stuff and feel like there's whatever and then I've also noticed that like each season now is 25 weeks and I've noticed there's usually a shift in my life when there's a new season and it's not like I plan it that way that's just the way it happens to go but I remember when I with my first season so it had 20 episodes and then I did like a a week that didn't have it was like a between season week, but it was there was still an episode. So really, it's 128 weeks straight. But my whole point is I take pride in that. And so then to not be on an app that I post, like I post pretty much, I have social media presence everywhere that I'm on. So in some way, form or fashion, be it a scheduled uh, content for my company and Melon Intoxicate or even podcast or whatever. But then on TikTok, it's like, I don't even post my podcast on there. Like I'll post company videos, but I don't, I, but I will, uh, put the pin TMZ, uh, spoken word videos on there, but I don't ever say like, Oh, like people probably don't even know I'm a podcaster <laughs> if they don't know me. And I don't know why, Actually, I do know why I did it that way. I kind of wanted to challenge myself to just um, not really challenge myself, but I don't know. I hate when people try to put me in a box. Like I remember when I started my company and I was telling people that I was leaving my job and it's like they thought I was leaving my job to podcast. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's kind of like people will put you in this box where they feel like this is 
all you can do or this is all you do. And there's nothing wrong if the capacity that someone has is to work in podcast or work in blog or whatever, whatever it is that people do. There's nothing wrong with it. Hell, if the capacity that people have is to be a stay-at-home parent, I wish I could, you know what I'm saying, sometimes. Well, now my kids are all grown, so that don't even make sense. But my whole point is the capacity that you have is the capacity that you have. I have always had, for whatever reason, the capacity to do a lot of things. And furthermore, when, like, once I have it in my mind that I could do something, which, man, shout out to my mom because she has always said, I could do whatever I put my mind to, and that has just stuck with me. She still says it to this day when I talk to her about my plans, my goals, whatever. She always says, and like I told y'all, when fixing the helping her fix the dryer and with the the plumbing stuff, that's stuff that I normally would not do. And it's just something about her belief in me that just then I think I could do it like if she thinks I could do it now there are some things that I'm like no I can't do it but then when I can't do it it's there's a reason you know what I'm saying but so it's not like some unrealistic thing and it's not in a manipulative way either she just really believes in me um and so with that I don't lost my train of thought uh so I guess we'll go here (laughs) it's like doing all this stuff I've oh yeah that's what I was saying I have just for whatever reason always had the capacity to do a lot of things and when people tell me that like I remember when I was in college so I started college when I was 29 so I was the non-traditional student or whatever they call it started at community college and then um didn't get an associates because there was this astrology astronomy whatever one is the stars so not horoscopes but when you're studying the stars in the sky i think it's astronomy what whatever one um i I, man i hated that class and i just was like i'm not doing this i don't need i had already got accepted to the university that i was planning to go to so this was more just like a formality because since i have a bachelor's in psychology I was just getting a like at the community college that I was at in order you could either do human services but you had to do like a practicum and all this stuff and I had a full-time job and raising kids you know what I'm saying so I I couldn't do a practicum and didn't want to and didn't feel like I was supposed to so I was just gonna get like a gen gen ed associates and so then I was just like no I'm not about to do that and just took a break I think like a six month break until uh, school started in August at um, the university I went to. But I remember I did the this it was called Excel. So it was like this accelerated program where it was five five week semesters. And the dope thing that man, it was so amazing because I'm a writer and you didn't have any tests, which I am not a good test taker because I'm just not, you know what I'm saying? But I can write, man, I would write like 10, 15 page research, 10, 15 page research papers, like the night before they were due. Now, I don't highly advise procrastination, but it is how I (laughs) got through college, you know what I'm saying? 
And so to just have to write a paper every five weeks, man, that was love for me. But I had, I remember two specific people in my life that they tried to talk me out of doing the program that I got my bachelor's degree from because they were not successful at that. I remember someone telling me that I shouldn't even go to the school that I got my bachelor's degree at because they struggled there. And I'm the kind of person that one, once I set my mind to do it, but also two, because I'm someone that is like prayerful and like my relationship with God and, you know, let allowing him to lead decisions and stuff is important to me. Once I feel like this is also something that the Lord has told me to do, that's another reason when I'm like, well, I mean, you and I are different. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, everybody has the capacity, the whole point of this, to do whatever they have the capacity to do. And I have just had the capacity to do more. And also then as a creative, like, I love to create, like, if I didn't have a creative outlet, then I would just like, I'm, I'm a storyteller. So like, I don't lie, but I do like say things in a way that's like entertaining kind of on purpose. But then I remember, <laughs> I remember this house that I lived at, um, in every like spring and summer or maybe fall, I don't know, every year, excuse me, these uh, mushrooms, these giant mushrooms would grow in the front yard. And they were like, they weren't shaped like the traditional mushrooms. They were looked like circles. And I would tell people that those were alien eggs <laughs> in my front yard. Now, I knew people didn't believe me. So it's not like I was lying. But that was the story that I was telling. Like, I just, I have to have a way to create and so as a creative though with that I don't I just do whatever whatever especially now like I just do whatever comes to mind like whatever idea I have I just do it you know what I'm saying and so with that though when you put effort into stuff and it's just it's a diff it's just different and it's something that I'm really I just realized yesterday that that meant more to me than I feel like it it should you know what I'm saying because you can get into this place of where you'll you'll do anything to try to get that recognition and I, I never want to be in that place in anything in life you know what I'm saying and never have been and never really recognition has never like mattered to me so it was just kind of weird now part of it could be because for so long as I've said before on here people like your friends and family are oftentimes the last one to really catch on to what you're doing. Like, it's so random. My sister came over the other day and was like, yeah. And I don't know if she's ever listened before, but she just was like, yeah, I listened to one of your podcasts and was kind of like saying, I'm, I don't know if she said I did a good job or I forget how she worded it. Um, but that's what I'll get. I'll get where they don't pay attention on social media. They don't like, they don't share whatever. They don't do the things that, um, let you know they're supporting. Doesn't mean they're not, you know what I'm saying? But then if I see you somewhere, then you tell me you listen, like that's, that's kind of how it goes. But with that, when I used to blog and stuff, or even do like spoken word events that people would invite me to, 
you know, you 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 get whatever support you get. Um, and then sometimes that can be discouraging if you aren't just like this is why I said like why I am the way I am now is because of years of caring about recognition. So I guess I did care about it before and I didn't get it in a creative space care about it before like people didn't read my blog people didn't whatever and then I would quit because it's like oh well maybe I shouldn't be doing this or maybe I shouldn't whatever and so then like I've said on here before when I started podcasting I was just kind of like I just got to do this for me and then also not solely promote to my friends and family and that's how I decided to be on Twitter and have met some of the dopest people um because of that, you know what I'm saying? But the thing with that is that that's why now I say stuff like uh, do it because you love it because support comes and goes. There are times when I do like when I do karaoke battles and I do stuff like that, there's a lot of whatever. And then there's other live shows that people don't care about. You know what I'm saying? Not saying nobody's watching, but I'm just saying it's not getting the I guess, attention that other things are getting, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like um, support comes and goes. And and I've been having to remind myself of that now that I'm kind of like being more intentional about like kind of creating um, content for TikTok. It's fun. I love it. Um, it's so funny. I used to get offended, not offended, but I felt like People would only say I'm funny and I'm literally never trying to be funny, but didn't want to take me serious. And so I used to hate when people would always just say I'm funny, but it's, it's interesting because I don't, I don't even listen to my podcast anymore, except to like find a promo clip for the shows that I actually do that for. Cause if you notice for these, uh, these episodes, the closet chronicles, I do one social media post and that's it. Ain't no promo. It's there's barely episode notes because these are for me. You know what I'm saying? Like this is me getting back to whatever. But uh dang, I lost my train of thought again. Um why did I why did I say that? Uh oh, yeah, I don't even lit, but outside of that, so these I definitely don't listen to. But the stuff that I create, the videos that I create on TikTok, those I will watch over and over again. And a lot of it, it not necessarily on the app, because when you save it to TikTok, it, it, uh, I have it set up where it saves to my phone. So I will watch the video over and over again and actually laugh at myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't, <laughs> like I didn't create that. Like I wasn't there when it happened. And, realize like I could see why people say I'm funny even though it used to bother me but really it didn't bother me because of the sake of like being funny is bad because I love to laugh but it bothered me because I just felt like people didn't then when I say serious because man y'all know I'm all over the place I'm not just funny like I think deeply about literally everything like to the point where some people will try to say it's not that deep it is to me because I'm a I'm an overthinker or a deep thinker and you know in my 40s those things don't matter you know 
back in the day, you know, if you don't, man, if you don't know your worth, you can, man, let people try to tell you anything. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this is where I'm at right now trying to, <coughs> excuse me, y'all, my allergies, listen, mm-mm-mm. And I take allergy meds and I might have to like, I don't know, because I build up a tolerance for stuff. Uh, I won't say super quickly, but I've noticed over the years, I didn't always have allergies, but over the years, since I have had issue with allergies, like I'll have to switch meds from, you know, periodically. So I think it's, it's about that time because I take my allergy meds every day, but Ever since the spring season hit, like, bruh, it has been it has been a struggle and I hate it because then it, when it'll get colder, then there's like a little bit of relief. You know what I'm saying? But then as soon as it warms back up, eyes be itchy, just all this dumb stuff. But um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just really trying to keep my heart in check because... <sighs> Yeah, you 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 really do have to do things because you love it and it's yeah, you you just really have to like that has to be and there's nothing wrong with I mean, obviously there's benefits especially for someone who is trying who has a company who has like melon intoxicate. So like brand exposure that's important, you know what I'm saying? It's important to get your brand out there. So I'm I'm not saying that doesn't matter. It's all about my heart posture wasn't in a healthy place with it suddenly is really kind of what I recognize. Like I was back to a space that I haven't been in since back in the day when I used to uh, quit projects because they like nobody paid attention to it. And we're, I'm not even saying nobody pays attention to my content on TikTok because that's not the case either. But again, it's it's all about where my heart was with it and me trying to keep that in check. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, man, I know I'll be back, but I don't I, I'm, I try to keep these shorter. So I'm a. Um, I don't know. There'll be another one because this whole graduation, I guess I'll just say this real quick. So Devon graduated 2019 when he graduated. His graduation party was just family because his dad also threw him one. So he invited his friends to that one. And ours was pretty much just the fam my family that comes in town. And so then when Kayliana graduated, she graduated in 2020. So it was the beginning of the pandemic. So again, it was just family. Man, her graduation was online, which was actually kind of dope because once they called her, we was already eating, you know what I'm saying, while we were watching it. And then once we called her name, I mean, once they called her name, we went ahead and turned that TV off and went on with life because I don't know them other kids, you know what I'm saying? So then with Janae, she graduates, uh, she actually graduates on Mother's Day, and which is also Kayliana's 20th birthday, 
and her graduation party is the day before because I didn't want to have it the day of because I just, you know, too much on the same day. Plus, it's Kayliana's birthday. So the four of us are going to like go to breakfast or something to honor and celebrate that Mother's Day. I mean, yeah, it's that, but I don't want her to her birthday to get lost in the shuffle of all the graduation stuff. Like, yeah, I get it. A graduation is a big deal, but so it's turning 20. Like you're leaving behind the teens, but she's like me. Every birthday is important. You know what I'm saying? But I say all that to say the child that is graduating this year is the child that uh, she's, she's, um, How do I want to say this? Like, so I told her to give me her list of people that she wants to invite. And she wants to invite like 40 people to the graduation party. That's an addition. That's not counting the family. There's already going to be like 15 or something like that of just us. So just between me and my mom, my grandma, auntie, uncle, brothers, and sister and my brother's wife and kids and all that. That's just 15, just off something like that. Then she wants to add 50 or 40 more people. So like 50 plus people. And I know everybody doesn't come, but we also know that. So I'm at my mom's house. And even if I was at my house, I honestly, like when I have my graduation party from college, I didn't have it at my house. I had it, uh, at this, uh, so the job I worked at had this space that I rented out. I would rather have if it's going to be a lot of people in, uh, like, it's like, I don't want all these people in my house, just like I, I don't want all these people in my mom's house, but I don't have money to rent a space. So that's like, it's kind of stressing me out because I'm just like, one, I know not everybody comes when you, you know, invite them to graduation parties, too, especially since a lot of her friends, like just a lot of people graduate a lot at the same time. But it's just I will be glad when this is over because it is just <laughs> it's like stressing me out because she is the child, though, that like she wants a lot of people to. I don't know if she's an extrovert. I feel like the rest of us are more introverted. But then again, I don't even know if that's really what it is. But she's just the child that she wants people to make a big deal out of her. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Because she doesn't do it in like a do anything to get the attention. But like, I mean, and graduating is a big deal. But also like me knowing how she is, I'm trying to like be sensitive to to how she is as a child because like Kayliana graduating during the pandemic like if any of my children had to endure that and like not be able to go you know do the traditional graduation and, and not whatever like that's the child that could be okay with that you know what I'm saying like Janae wouldn't have been able to handle that she would have just drug it out and I would have still heard about it to this day you know what I'm saying so I'm trying to like I don't know I'm just be glad when it's over because it's I mean and it's crazy because like she's been out of school since October like she finished early 
Um, but it's just, yeah. So that's just because also like my, my setup is in my mom's living room. And I was just thinking about that now. So like where my computer and all that stuff is set up is in her living room. So then it's like, do I move my stuff out of the way? Cause it just, it takes up a lot of space, but it doesn't matter right now. Cause Nobody really is ever in here. That's why my mom was fine with me setting up in here. Cause I was actually going to try to just set up in the room to not take up space. And she was like, nah, like nobody, I'm never in the living room. She has a, she doesn't even have a TV in her living room. She has a TV in her room. And, in my, it's funny. I'm in my old room, but then, so my favorite color is purple. One of my favorite colors in my, when I moved out, my sister had my room and her favorite color at the time was green. So that's why if you ever see green walls in any of my whatever, that's because of her. Because that my mom let us paint the room whatever color we wanted or whatever. And so I was going to set up in there and she was like, nah. So like, there's not even a TV in her living room. Cause don't nobody be in here. TV in the kitchen, TV in her room, TV in my room, TV downstairs. But there's not even a TV in the living room. Like the only time anybody ever be in here is when family comes over, like either, you know, we'll rotate hosting, you know, like Easter or Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. So I will be glad when that is over because it's just it's just another thing to be kind of like stressing about, which I stress about planning events anyway. So that's just me. It's not just because of who it is or what it is. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, I guess. You know, it is what it is. It's a it's an important day. Graduating is a big deal. Like, I get it again. Like, I'm trying to be sensitive to, like, how I know she is as a person and me knowing that having a lot of people celebrate her is important to her. Um, but I'm just like, bruh, <laughs> I don't want all these people in my mom's house. But like I said, I'm just not in a position to be spending money on a haul. Like, yeah. So, but that's where I'm at, y'all. So thanks for listening, um, and I guess I'll talk to you when I talk to y'all. Ladies and gents, this concludes transmission. Tune in next time for a whole new edition, another adventure and mission to share, be heard, and clarify the vision of this whole new world for... Tim Ryan.